In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Friday of the third week of Easter. Today be the 28th day of April, 2023. Let us beg of God to send us the gift of the Holy Spirit. Send us your Spirit, we pray thee, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, we say Amen. Friends, the title of my homily today is Why are you persecuting God? Why are you persecuting God? The first reading today is taken from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 9, from verse 1 to verse 20. The Gospel reading is taken from the Gospel according to John, chapter 6, from verse 52 to verse 59. In the first reading, we see the record of Paul's activities in persecuting the early Christians. Like we saw yesterday, Many of the early Christians flee from Jerusalem because of the high-level persecution that broke out against them after the killing of Stephen. And as though this persecution in Jerusalem was not enough, and again realizing that many of the early Christians were fleeing from Jerusalem, here is Paul insistent on having all Christians exterminated went to the Jewish leaders to get letters authorizing him to go to Damascus to arrest as many as speaks about the name of Jesus, that believes in Jesus, that, that, that teach about Jesus, to have them arrested and brought to Jerusalem for imprisonment and possibly execution. But on his way to Damascus, Saul encountered Jesus Christ, who called him by name, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And Saul would ask, who are you, Lord? And Jesus replied, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Dear children of God, Remember, Jesus is already risen and ascended into heaven. So when Jesus talks about, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting, he's talking about the fact that the Christians are the church, the body of Christ, and every persecution aimed at one is aimed at Jesus Christ himself. Dear children of God, many a times we think that it is only when we persecute supposed men of God, religious leaders that we have persecuted God or we are fighting against God. That is part of it, but it goes beyond that. Remember that according to the book of Genesis, every human person is created in the image and likeness of God. Each time we treat others, irrespective of their class, irrespective of their gender, irrespective of their, their, their place in the society, 
Each time we treat others not well enough as we treat God, we are actually persecuting God. How do you deal with your children? How do you treat your spouse? How have you been treating your house helps, your aides, your workers, your subordinates, your employers, your employees, your superiors, your colleagues? How do you treat and relate with those who do not share in your view and opinions? How do you relate with those who are opposed to you? How do you relate with those who are your political opponents, your business rivals? How do you treat those who are responsible for your failed relationships? How do you treat your fellow human beings? Do you recognize the person of God in all people? And treat them as though you are treating God himself? Or do you relate with people Defining them by their class and rating their value by their class in the society of today. Beloved child of God, the treatment you give to that street child, to that hawker on the street, to that public driver, to that keke driver, to that young man who stepped on you mistakenly, to that worker who is not able to handle your case professionally well enough is the way the same way you treat God. Yes, you may be saying, but Father, this person merits the treatment he or she is receiving. Perhaps true. But remember that all Saul was doing, he was doing it as a religious duty. Remember, when the early Christians are viewed from the Jewish religious perspective, then what they were doing were actually wrong. And so, in the eyes of the Jewish adherents, they were not being persecuted. Those who are in Judaism didn't see what was done to the Christians as persecution. But as a way of teaching them the writing. Unfortunately for them, they were actually persecuting God. The same God they thought they were serving. Similarly, we do a lot of things in the name of God, thinking we are satisfying the will of God. Meanwhile, we are actually fighting against God. Everything we do in the name of God must be informed by the prompting of the Holy Spirit. It must be grounded in love and humility. And so when we go all out to correct others, we must do this with compassion and love. And this is what came out to the fore in the role played by Ananias. Even though Saul was still perceived as a persecutor, because God has spoken, he obliged to go and restore the sight of Paul or Saul. Dear children of God, when we encounter evildoers, our Christian responsibility, our mandate as the children of God is to restore them back to God, not to condemn or destroy them the more. Are you a restorer or a destroyer? Whatever your reason may be, once you begin to destroy, you become a persecutor of God. Are you persecuting God?
or are you serving God in others? Jesus was intent on making sure he is able to convince his audience from being persecutors of the way to become preachers of the way. That is why he took his time to explain to them, even when they picked offense at him for telling them that they must eat his flesh to have eternal life. They didn't understand this. They didn't believe this. And actually they were mad at Jesus for such, such a thing calling them to become cannibals. But Jesus patiently explained this to them because he wanted to have them restored into full communion with God the Father, which is only made possible through their communion with God in the person of Christ Jesus. They must be nourished by the bread of life in order to remain in full communion with God and have eternal life. And that is why Jesus did everything to get them into understanding this in the light of the Holy Spirit and in the light of the will of God, as ordained from the very beginning of time, that they will be nourished by the flesh of Jesus Christ, the source of eternal life. Let us, in imitation of Christ, go all out today, therefore, and every day of our life, to become more compassionate, more loving, more patient with our fellow human beings with a view to leading them aright and bringing them into full communion with God. For if we fail, if we begin to treat others the way we would ordinarily not treat God, we end up persecuting God himself, thinking we are doing the will of God. May God give us the grace to escape persecuting him, but restoring people to him and bringing the word nearer to God, so that as his own people, we may live to enjoy the fullness of his blessings through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always, and do have a great weekend.